Well, it's a dynamic duo, we'll be back again. Nothing back with DJ, you better pack it in. You're lacking sense, trying to tangle with us. Scoop of a big black booty's in the back of the bus to smack you. You're stealing your lunch, money to search. Ready to feel like just a touch. Only by the end of the day, that's understandable. What can I say? You got strong man to be. Mind, mind, So ready? Big intro. Three, two, one. <laughs> crickets. Where do where do we start? Don't you that's don't the, you that's... supply the crickets usually? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the cardus. Uh, I, I think that the last remnants of the any criticism of the playing game could you know, take a running jump for the last two games of the season where the the Clippers bench in the last three minutes against the Suns were like, uh, should we should we tank this game? Uh what do you reckon? <laughs> Just like <laughs> you guys didn't you guys didn't war game this out in, in the pre production meeting. Uh very balls podcast vibes on the on the Clippers bench this Well that was one of those games where um this was the Suns Clippers game where both teams were incentivized to lose and then the Clippers realized, oh shit, not we don't want to lose quite that much. <laughs> and the Timberwolves found out that they were a much better player by having, uh, you know, their problematic centre punch someone, so they sent him home. Yeah, and, and it wasn't clear whether they sent him home, and all of a sudden, whether they meant home, like back to his crib, or home, you know, one way Air France ticket to Charles de Gaulle, kind of back to where you came from. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Well, that, that's the sentiment that's been expressed of Rudy on many occasions. You think that. Maybe they could have worked this out before the five first round picks and all that kind of stuff, but oh, there's been some real disasters in this in this NBA season. I mean, there's some front offices that really need to take a good long hard look at themselves. Mark Cuban, I'm looking straight at you. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's been nothing funnier than watching the Mavs um, disappear entirely into their own uh, fundamental asshole. Yeah, <laughs> they have too many assholes. They don't have a singular one. Karma is going to give them the 11th or 12th pick. I, I, I fully believe it. I just think, to, you know. And a transfer request from Luca. I've never rooted so hard for uh, for a New York to, um, you know, scam another team. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so they is. lose it, don't they? If it's anything lower than 10, it's gone to the Knicks, isn't it? That's um, correct. Yeah, it's, it's 10, 10 or higher they get. And what's the other one? The Lakers lose theirs to the Pels, don't they? If they get the first nah, round it's, pick. It's a, it's a swap. So they uh, just they keep they keep their own pick. They have the rights to swap. So because they're both not they both won't be in the oh I guess Yeah, they'll both theoretically be there, both of them could get into the lottery. If the Lakers lose twice, they could be in the lottery. So yeah, no, that's still in play. That's still in play. If the Pels if the Pels end up in the playoffs and the Lakers end up lower, they'll swap picks. And that'd be terrible. Because <laughs> oh, fuck the Lakers. I mean, it's, it's it's just been a, it's just been a weird ending to a weird season, and it sort of all worked out in the end, and all the narratives and all that, and even some of the narratives about oh they're on the tank, and like no, teams used to tank from All Star. Teams used like, to tank from Game guys- One. Yeah, like yeah. it's just like, like, when I say used no- to, I mean Detroit pretty much did. <laughs> 17 wins. But yes, the, the, the funny thing was p- people were saying, you know, this is a really weak Western Conference because the top teams didn't win as many games. And I'm like, yeah, but that's because there used to be a whole bunch of teams that gave up from the get-go, right, that were just not 
not interested in being a finals team. Whereas this year we had 12 teams that were interested in being, or no, actually, we probably had 14 teams because the Jazz until Well, I say 13 because like, Portland only very, very, you know, they only gave up mm. in the last sort of three weeks. Mm. And boy, did they give up today. And they still ended up with 33 yeah. wins. Holy moly, did they get their asses yeah. handed. The, the, the B team and, and the Warriors put out the, the fucking Death Star squad, I think, and, and, and gets Andrew Wiggins back probably in another game after a week, another week off. Mm. Um, who wants to play the Warriors at the moment? Like, oh, I'm actually you know, kind of bummed to- for the Kangs, to be honest. Ah. Yeah, I am too. I, I was always looking at that series thinking, oh, gee, I hope they miss the Warriors because I just... I mean, especially it's the perfect matchup for really for both sides because I guess, but the Warriors probably get a little bit of their defense back if Wiggins comes back and is in any sort of form. Um, there was a, yeah, a, an article a- on um, on Bezos' favorite website, the Ringer, uh, <clears throat> suggesting that a lot of the the Warriors' bad away form was kind of high variance three point shooting by the oppositions, which seems a bit kind of a unlikely of that it? it would be all yeah. that, but. Assuming that is true, and assuming the the problem with the Kings being that they're not very good at defense, and that doesn't get fixed by Mike Brown cooking up something very clever in the in the playoffs, um, yeah, it just felt like that. That's that's the least. I, I much preferred seeing them have to play the um, the Clippers without Paul mm. George, and you know, Clip's going to clip. They were going to they were going to find a way to shit the bed. I mean, they almost found a way to shit the bed today by ending up in the playing <laughs> yeah. tournament. Mind you, that's going to be a good first round series, though, Suns. The Suns clips, isn't it? Like I don't think the there's going to be like a bad that. one, to be honest. I think the West is going yeah. to have, I mean, even Denver versus whoever finishes in the eight is going to be somebody good or somebody with a lot going on. And Denver have rolled into this appallingly It'll be bad. Denver's really yeah. by choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's going to be five five, quite fascinating yeah. because th- they've been playing badly, but Jokic has just been like meandering through the last ten games. You know, if you look at his box scores, he he has not been trying. At all, like you know, he's been throwing his assists and getting a couple of rebounds, but his scoring and even his attempts to score, like it's not like he hasn't been making the shots. He just hasn't been taking many shots. So, does it not worry you, know, you though that he, there's been nothing out of anybody else in the Nuggets though? Because it, it can't it can't just be but it can't just be fucking Jokic. But that's what I said to one of the the Nuggets beat writers today is like that rookie that they've been playing the last five games who's been defending really well and sort of giving them an oomph off, you know. And Jack White played really well. So it's like, what, what is it? The Jack front- White played better when Meg White was with him. <laughs> is it the front office or is it the coaching that can't find somebody that's going to be able to jag you 10 points in an important game? Like their rotation is so sort of sludgy and set in stone. And that's why I sort of, it's, it's a real, you know, a real failure of theirs to make Bones work because at least he was a guy that could light it up in patches, and they don't really have anyone like that no, on the they, bench. No, they sent him to the Clippers where he, he was been handy. So for the play-in, we have uh, Lakers play the Timberwolves. The winner is the seven. The loser gets to play the winner of the Pelicans and Thunder. Um, and the the winner of all that gets to play the Nuggets in the first round, which is a real, you know, thanks for coming. See you next Tuesday kind of thing. And I guess <laughs> the, the Nuggets are just going to hope that you know, Paul George rises from the dead and, and that Suns-Clippers series is an absolute knockdown, you know, war of attrition that puts lots of miles on Chris Paul and, and Durant so that, you know, for once they roll into a final series healthier than the other team rather than banged up. But even, is, even, you know, if, which- even if he isn't back, 
Kawhi Leonard has been playing out of his fucking skin for the last yeah. sort of three weeks. Yep. If Kawhi Leonard is the dude who everyone mm. has always said Kawhi Leonard is, then he Might should be, be able to do some wreckage to a to an undercooked Suns team. I mean, they've only they can't have their shit together yet. And and they don't really have wing defenders. You know, KD's probably their best wing defender. And do you really want him chasing Kawhi around all game? It's a lot to ask of a dude who's coming off. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Chris Paul is extremely old. Yep. Oh, well, he's only got to, the only the thing is there though he's got to guard Russ, so it's probably not that hard. A, it's not that hard a first round for him, right? Um, not a hard one, but a fun one, an entertaining yeah. one. Yeah, I wonder if the Russ experiences, you know, because it's been on a bit of a run. Russ, you know, he's had a few great things, uh, cool photos, and all sorts of stuff like that. You know, he's 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 reinvented himself. I wonder if he's going to run into a team that's actually going to try for a while because you know, open Russ could probably still shoot the ball occasionally, but I don't know. He could if- also shoot you out of a playoff series real quick. Yeah, that's exactly, that's right, yeah. And there's already people saying, you know, they, they you know, game seven and Russ takes the winning shot to put the to put the Suns out and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, nah, I don't think Kevin Durant's not going to let that happen, I don't think. Yeah. No, they're not going to be within 30 at that point. Yeah. Well, let me sort of, as as have said, let me sort of war game this out. Who do you think wins out of the, the Timberwolves and the Lakers? given that the Timberwolves have been reinvented since halfway through this, today's game where, the, where they got Rudy Gobert out of there for good. Because Rudy Gobert well, will not be coming the, back the, to this plan. Um, I'd say I reckon the Lakers, because I think Anthony Davis actually looks like he's in good form. LeBron got well, LeBron. And the, their biggest problem is the guy that's defended Davis really well and defended Davis types really well punched a wall and is out for the rest <laughs> of the season. Well, so. that's the thing. That Gobert punching uh, Slow-Mo Anderson wasn't even the most damaging punch that was thrown by a Timberwolf. It was the one where <laughs> yeah. Jaden McDaniels did a fucking Amari Stoudemire and, and broke his hand. Yeah. yeah. And he hit, uh, the, he hit the wall pretty hard too. It yeah. wasn't like it was a, a little slap. No, no. Uh, so no, so I, that, that would drop that's, that's a Lakers. Who wins uh who wins out of the Pelicans and the Thunder? Given the Thunder have rolled in on some pretty average form and they're the only team yeah. in the top ten uh below five hundred. Like, yeah, and the, I, I, w- and the- I would have said the Pelicans ninety nine times out of a hundred, and then they yeah. Like they dropped that game today, right? They had that they were well in control of that game. Ingram was playing awesome and they didn't seem to be able to to stop them. And that's what like that if I was the Pelicans, I'd be worried about Shea getting hot. Yeah. And you know, like he, he is what a a top ten player this year. Yeah. Easy. And if he gets hot, can they, can they stop him? Because they couldn't stop Edwards t- towards the end of the game. And Giddy having like his sort of, you know, doing, I think this will be a time when he'll look for that sort of, you know, he's the guy you want making those plays and seeing what's going around. I don't know if the Pels have got someone. I mean, CJ's been playing well, but he's not really, he's more a shooter, I guess, and sort of around the edges. But it's a tough one. Like it's- The Thunder's ceiling is definitely higher than the Pelican ceiling. Yeah. If the Thunder shoot well, they'll win, I think. But it, that's, that's on, because I think they, they cancel each other out. Almost, if Ingram's playing because he has been playing really, really well. I think the Thunder, the the thing with them is they're probably good play-in game, a playing game style team, right? They can get mm. up for one game, but one they just done, yeah. don't have the talent, depth, uh, and experience to be able to grind through a seven-game series where you know they get worked out and their weaknesses get picked on. Yeah, but for a mm. one-game matchup, I reckon that you know. Shea could go off. Uh, their J Dub, that's their wing J Dub, could, could could go off. You know, Giddy could just push himself a little bit more. Like I can just see them 
like jagging one or two of these playing games, but then getting absolutely wiped by the Nuggets because you know the Nuggets can game plan for them and and sort of pick on the on the the problems that they've got. And you wonder whether some of the air might have come out of the Pelicans' balloon with the knowledge. I mean, yeah, they probably fifth inside the room. They knew that Zion probably wasn't coming back, but now they know Zion is not coming back. They'd be like, "Well, what's the fucking point? The cavalry's not coming. We're not mm. going to. We're not getting much further." They needed to win that game today. This this was as much of a play-in game. They were literally playing the fucking Timberwolves in in an eight-nine matchup game, and they they gave it up. Admittedly, the Wolves were um. It was a weird game, and they were weirdly motivated to play out of their skin. But that's the definition of a playing game. They're, they're single elimination games. They're high variance. So, yeah, I, yeah. I could see the Thunder getting through there. And then the Thunder Timberwolves, pff, who knows? Maybe Rudy's back. Oh, uh, do you think he's well, back? Do, but does, do you think he'll make a difference? Like, does that help or hurt him? Like, they seem so much more motivated without him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but five fucking first round picks. I know. Draymond punched Jordan Poole at the start of the year too, remember? So, mm. you know, all is, all is forgiven, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, well, Maybe. okay, pop quiz for you. Who would you rather be for the next four years? Would you rather be the Timberwolves or the Mavericks? Ooh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. Um, like the, the, the Mavericks literally have, like, it's, it's pretty obvious that- Depends how many picks they get for trading Luca. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's true. <laughs> but like, you know, Kyrie's already packing his bags, right? Didn't even do a didn't didn't even do an exit interview. Josh is Green, as much as much as I love him, is probably their next best player. Yeah, and, is he, the the is he Lakers even- baby? Is that where he's going? Uh, is, is he going to LA? Well, do they need him? They've got Austin Reeves. I don't, like, I, I, and I'm not even I'm not even joking. Like, what, yeah. why would you pick Kyrie up when Austin Reeves is playing like Austin Reeves is? It's only technically very slightly possible for the Lakers to to get Kyrie with the new CBA, and even then yeah. they have to announce pretty much all the key pieces they picked up during the year, all the the Ruiz and the the fucking the Vanderbilts, and that's, and that's, and and that's what's got him there, really, hasn't it? Like that 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 move. They, well, they I mean, not to go, not to be fucking Brian Windhorst, but why would you do that? Because they're the Lakers. The thing is that the only team that will be motivated to pay Kyrie in this offseason are the Dallas Mavericks, because they don't have yes. any other fucking way out of this. Even if it's just yeah. – even because they can offer him more money, more problems than anybody else. Like even look – they and, and nobody else is likely to offer him four years unless they're super desperate and stupid. And to be fair, Kyrie wasn't the problem. Yeah, so that that's really, really Washington, Charlotte and bull, Houston are probably the only uh, – Would it's, the Bulls trade one of the two, like for him maybe? Would they get rid of DeRozan or Levine or something like that? Like Oh, maybe, maybe you like sign and trade Kyrie for Levine on a like on a short, you know, like a two year contract for Kyrie, so you get off the money quicker. Well, what's maybe? the motivation yeah. if 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 he's going to be a free agent anyway, and you can just pick him up for nothing? Yeah, um, true. Yeah, that- I don't think it's going to be that hard to get hold of Kyrie. You know, I don't think there's going to no. be this huge bidding war. I just don't. Um, but it's it's weird how Kyrie wasn't the problem in this case, but he has an unmatched ability to seek out and amplify whatever dysfunction exists in your franchise. <laughs> like he's like a dis- dysfunction magnifier. He just he just he just turned up and then suddenly everything fell apart. It was like some kind of resonant frequency that he admits that made the entire foundations collapse of, of the it just all the problems that already existed there with the way that Luca plays basketball and the incompetence yeah. of that front office 
and the whole and Jason Kidd's coaching, all of it just magically exploded just when he turned up. And, and is that maybe the, the 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 fault of them playing Luca like like Luca playing Hero Iso Ball times a thousand? But I, like, but I don't yeah. think they've got any other choice. No, like, what what choice they that they don't have any other good offensive players. Like that organization has done about as bad a job of assessing a play. Like everyone knew what Luca was like, right? Before he came to the league, that like he is that style of player, and they've done a spectacularly bad job of putting any defenders around him and any great shooters around him. No, you, you wait, 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 wait. You you mean to tell me that the Mavs had a a uniquely talented genius European basketball player, and for years and years they failed entirely to put any kind of complementary team mm. around him. The Mavs did this. This is unprecedented. Yeah, seems, seems strange, eh? <laughs> Shocked and horrified. <laughs> Under Mark Cuban, what, what would be the com- what would be the common denominator in all this? Yes, no that's idea. Right. <laughs> We're all trying to find the guy who did this. Says Mark Cuban in a fucking hot dog. Oh, in a hot dog suit. That's right. Well, it's, well, yeah. it's, fu- it's funny that R- Rick Carlisle, with a nominally tanking side in the paces, only you know lost a few more games than than the the side evidently with the superstar that was always going to be in the finals. Mm, uh, yeah. And the problem is that we do have to kind of reassess what kind of superstar Luca is, and you know he was he came came with his reputation as being this you know highly coachable. We talked about it last week, highly coachable, you know child prodigy. But you kind of wonder whether he's a bit more of a, uh, as Bamani Jones pointed out on his podcast, less of a child prodigy, more of a child star. In that he's he's having that kind of going off the rails part of the of the the child star career. Not that he's getting into getting into fucking drugs and and ending up fucking Corey Feldman, but it's but he's 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 just miserable. Like he's miserable to watch. He, he just looks like he's over this shit. He's been doing it since he yeah. was a fetus, and he's fucking cooked. He's just he's not having any fun. He's not a fun player to watch at all. Like when I mean when okay when he's on, yeah, absolutely. But in the midst of all the other times, he's dreadful to watch. He just whines and every time, like the you know even when he you think to himself. Something doesn't go right, and he spends half the the next possession yelling at the refs, and it's like, get back on D, you know, like that's that's your job. You're supposed to be the leader of this team. Stop yelling at the fucking referees, you know. Draymond Green for all his yelling, at least he gets back on D, you know, like that's that's the thing. I don't know if um if you guys saw that athletic piece on Spolstra, but the the story that Jason Richardson told about. Spolster just like wandering through the gym on an off day and Richardson's doing a shooting drill where he's trying to get, you know, 70 out of 100 three-pointers or free throws. I can't remember what the shot was. And Spo just sort of sat there and watched him and said, oh, you know, what's the drill you're doing? And he said, oh, you know, I'm trying to – I'm aiming to hit 70 of of 100. And he's like, oh, okay, no worries. And watches him and he gets 59. He goes, right, you, you only got 59. Five suicide sprints of the court. Richardson's like, what? Spolster's like, off you go. And so next time he hits 63, nope, five. Then he like, <laughs> took him an hour and a half to hit 70, right? And he's like, I'm just getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And Spose just sitting there calm, off you go until you get it. And then when he hits the 70, Spose, Spose like right up in his face, like smashing him on the arms going, right, and that's how you do it, right? You keep going until you get to what you want to do. And it's just like, it's, it's like an off day for everyone, right? Spolster's not supposed to be there either. And he didn't, especially didn't have to sit there for an hour and a half watching this guy do a shooting drill. But who's doing that to, to Luca? Like, kid doesn't even want to go 
coach during the games. He just wants to sit yeah. there and drink his diet coke <laughs> on the bench. Yeah. Just, I'm just a spectator. <laughs> what it is. Just a spectator. These seats are good. Maybe the Mavs fans hope he probably will be a spectator for yeah. <laughs> shortly. Maybe that's it, uh, Doc. Maybe it's just that he can't afford courtside seats. So yeah. it's like, well, you get courtside <laughs> seats when you coach. Yeah. You get free drinks. Sometimes you go spill them on the court. Um, but there'll be plenty of time to be plenty of time to laugh at the Mavericks uh, as time goes on. I reckon the Nuggets will deal to whoever ends up in the eight, whether it's the Wolves, the the Thunder, the Pelicans. Yeah, Grizzlies, Lakers. Assuming that it is the Lakers that gets through there, the Shannon Sharp series. Yeah, that's going to be high emotions. The Grizzlies yeah. need to fucking calm their fucking farm if they want to beat the Lakers, because that you know I'd be as worried if I was a Grizzlies fan about the Lakers as as the Kings should be worried about the Warriors. Yeah. No Adams. Adams confirmed. No yeah. Adams. I was just going to ask, and there's still no Adams, isn't it? That, that hurts, and that really does sort of just guide well, him around. It, it, the Lakers are all of a sudden surprisingly big, right, with, with their trades. they got a big front line for now. The flip- I just picked up Tristan Thompson, I saw. <laughs> the flip side is that Jaron Jackson has been, like, really enjoying being the focal point of the attack and the defense and has been staying on the court and is sort of turning into the Jaron Jackson that, I guess everyone hoped for when he got drafted. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Grizz just seem like they're going to be a couple of players short in key positions for yeah. this series. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I really don't know what what does what to think of of, of that series. Um, I'm inclined, almost inclined, just to say Lakers because of championship pedigree, which is a horrible fucking hot take thing to say. But they know what they're doing. They know how to do it. Well, then the, the flip side of that is AD falls over in the second game and doesn't play the oh, rest yeah. of the series. Yeah, well, they're, they're and Memphis crushes them. Like, like, like that's I always in the back of your mind, right? Yeah. Um, they've got two players that are quite injury prone. And but then again, the Judd last- does another stupid Instagram live and then the Grizzlies yeah. play better with him. Yeah. I was going to say that the, 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 the Grizz actually have a built-in sort of Redundancy, almost that they, yeah, like you said, that you know, Jar could go and and they still seem to play okay. Whether they play playoff, okay, but that's true. You know, the, they, the regular season, okay. Uh, in fact, that that kind of makes you think of because um, we often played the point going back to the Timberwolves that Rudy Gobert is a regular season weapon. He'll win you a whole lot of games in the regular season, and then he'll be targeted, dragged and, out to the three point yeah, line. Yeah, he'll be dragged in in playoff games. It's almost like the team figured that out halfway through the last game, and it's time to get rid of Rudy so that we can become a playoff team. But the Grizzlies are <laughs> the Grizzlies are going to have that challenge, uh, and another team that'll going to have that challenge, of course, is the Kings because they have to figure out how to be a totally different basketball team. Now, Mike Brown was a defensive genius uh, in his Cavs days. He didn't quite have the reputation of Ty Lue in that idea that you could he would suddenly install a totally different defense in the playoffs. But he's going to basically have to do that to beat the Golden State Dubs. Well, the, the other thing is the the Dubs run what the Dubs run, right? And you're not going to have a, a coach with a better insight into what the Dubs are going to run come finals time than Mike Brown. True. But, um, but knowing what's coming and stopping it are two different things entirely, unfortunately. Like the Dubs only have to win one away, right? And the Kings yeah. have home court and they are going to be super tight in one of those first two games because this is the first time they've been- Oh, yeah, they're, they're going to lose one of those first two. They're definitely yeah. going to lose if one of those first two. If not both of them. Like uh, and the, the Dubs are coming in 8-2 and two in their last 10. They won their last three. Kings are coming in 5-5. Five and five. They've lost their last three. I, I, you know, hat tip, fucking chapeau to the, the Kings for a fantastic season, but it's going to end here. And that's the sad thing. It, it is going to be 
remember that you tweeted it or it was a DM, but BJ, you said sort of the Kings going out in the first round will be the final proof that the regular season is a complete waste of time. And it's like, kind of? <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have got him there. It was nice to light the beam while it was being. And look, beam's going to beam, I guess, but yeah. It, I, I, I can't. I can't. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I, you know, it, it it could be five. Unfortunately, what's well, the two sides I enjoy watching the most? Yeah, this year, going yeah, and one of them's going to go out in heartbreaking fashion because there are still people that think the Warriors can will win the whole thing, and I, I, I just don't the Warriors. think that's going to happen. Well, I hope so, wouldn't you? But yeah. And look, if, if Wiggins comes back and is in any sort of even you know introduce him sort of in this you know series and they get through that. If they're Death Star Warriors again and they're all in pretty good form and Clay's shooting okay, Steph's I, Steph, I, you know. I, I just I do not I do not believe that Death Star Warriors are, like full full Death Star. I, I think they're you know Death Star with a few panels not quite yeah. put on and you know exhaust. Death Star from the third, from Return of the Jedi where they hadn't quite finished rebuilding yeah. it after it had fallen apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much that. But, I mean, their ceiling is championship. But they shouldn't have won last year. No, they had no right to last win last year. Last year was the, was the complete overachievement. So, I don't know. But, but um, there's still a side that could put 45 on you in the third quarter and that's yeah. it. It's just, you know, if, if they're 15 points down at the half, it just works like that. And it's worked. Even when they've been on the road, they've done that. And it's just that they've then dumped a whole bunch of fourth quarters. And I just can't see them doing it four times. Yeah. They still have Stefan Wardell Curry. And that might yes. be enough. Suns Clippers, I think unless the Clippers get Paul George back, I think the Suns, the Suns are probably going to get yeah, that done. Especially with KD. KD's yeah. fresh. He's going to be. He's going to want to make a bit of a statement too, and yeah. this this might be the especially yeah. up against with Kawhi and all that sort For of stuff. Sure. And then and then what happens? The, the thing is though, Kawhi though, Kawhi is probably you know when healthy in finals games, his records <laughs> amazing, right? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty much been like look at what he did to Dallas. Um, was that last year or the year before, where he scored like thirty-eight points and just absolutely smothered Luca in the in the second half? You know, basically played it was the year before, full- I think, because the, the Clippers went out in straight sets in the play-in last year, I think, didn't they? Yeah, that's right. It was the year before. There was, and then and then he did his knee at the end of that series, and the and the Suns beat him in the next round. Yeah, but if if he's on, he maybe he could score thirty-five a game and stop KD. I I, I just don't know. Uh, I think he can do one or the other. I don't know whether he can do that defensive level stuff. And the other thing that worries me about this Clippers side is that at, without Paul George, this the roster is probably worse than that. The Raptors team that everyone sort of said, "Oh, Kawhi carried that Raptors team." That Raptors team had a lot of really good players playing their best seasons players. ever. And Lowry played some amazing yeah. games in that finals run, like yeah. some real fucking. Fred Van Vliet won some games with ridiculous three point shooting and things like that. So, and I, I, you, yeah. you look at that. Clippers roster and you go, I don't see the the Lowry. <laughs> it's not going to be Russ. I don't see the Fred Van Vliet. I just don't see the, you know, all those sorts of... Was Norm Powell on that team? I, um, yeah. I, I think it'll be Russ in one game. I think there's a Russ game in here somewhere just because content. Like, <laughs> I think there's multiple Russ games, but uh, plus and minus. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I think Russ and the Clippers has been a little bit of fool's gold. Like when, when it comes to finals and teams can game plan around his weaknesses, his weaknesses are so bad that, like, can Lou even keep him on the court, right? Because he can't defend anyone. And if they're going to rely on Rush shooting six from ten from three to win them four games, because that's literally what teams will do. They'll just go, right, we'll just load up on everyone else. And, hey, Russ, if you're going to be Steph Curry, then we'll we'll live with you being Steph Curry. But other than that... Yeah. 
and that's that's fine if you've got Paul George and you, and you only need Russ to be like a spark plug off the bench, like a Lou Williams, yeah, or a Jamal Crawford back in the day. You bring him in if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, stick him back where he came from. That's not that doesn't work mm-hmm. when you need Russ to start, and they've had Russ starting games yeah. a lot recently. So yeah. So who do we think wins the West then? I- I'm sticking with Denver. Well, you'd I'm have Denver. Denver have got to beat the Suns. Yeah, I just think the Clippers are going to yeah. give the Suns enough grief in the first round, and I don't know whether the Suns have that fitness, like that that the legs. KD hasn't, you know, he's still coming back from injury. Chris Paul, you know, if it's a seven-game series, I, I could see them really, really picking on Chris Paul, and then they just don't have the depth, right? They don't have anyone else other than their top sort of three-and-a-half guys. Yeah, but didn't we? Um, were we just having the discussion about how the the guys who weren't Jokic on the Nuggets haven't been good enough to win a lot of games that they sh- they've been put in? Now, yeah, the, no, the focus wasn't on winning those games, but I think the Nuggets can play their top six guys thirty eight minutes a game. Like th- those, that that's literally what they've been preparing for in this last fifteen games. Right, is giving those guys enough rest so that when they need to, they can go. Oh, bench? What? What's a bench? We don't need a bench. We'll just we'll just play. Play Jokic a full game and Aaron Gordon a full game and and we'll give Murray two two minute breaks and M- Michael Porter you know one little break with the with a couple of guys and and fill in around the edges. I I, I think that's what they're preparing for. I think they're just going to go. We're going to ride out. We're going to ride our guys and not worry about the bench. And I, I think they're much better pre- prepared to do that than the Suns. I don't think the Suns can play Chris Paul and and Durant those those huge minutes for seven games in a row multiple times. I, I've got more faith in your sons than you have. Yeah, that's. A- I think the sons by then will be a whirling death machine, and they will they will look like fucking you know peak death squad um, dubs by that stage. And you know, I suspect, uh, um, Jokic will be fighting a, a losing battle against an absolute fucking horde. Yeah, and so yeah. this is second round too. We're talking Nuggets, Suns, and and you reckon Lakers, Warriors, are the other side like of that is that second round? Is that or even well, even if we say Grizzlies, Lakers is a, is a fifty fifty. Grizzlies slash Lakers versus Warriors. Whoever wins out of that, let's say it's the let's say it's the Grizzlies just on on seeding. But any one of those three isn't going to beat the Nuggets or the Suns. I think so. No, I, I think, think the winner right, the, the winner right. of Nuggets Suns is is the winner of the West. Unless the Nuggets and the Suns absolutely beat the shit out of each other in that second round series. The well, only thing no, is, though, Jokic starts bleeding. Is the Warriors really are a vibes team, right? Yeah. So if if we're right and the Kings tighten up and the Warriors beat them in five, say say the Kings get yeah. one game, the Warriors beat them in five, and all of a sudden, you know, the punch, everything just fades into the background, and they're having fun, and the and the threes are raining, and and you know they're just like we're back, baby. I could just see them. Yeah. But they're such a they're such a vibes team, right? When yeah. they're happy, yeah. they play well. When everyone's griping at each other, it just seems to you know the rotations aren't there and the defense isn't there. If if they have a really if Wiggins has some good games and everyone can pull together behind him and you know the, the fact and that he's game six clay as well is you know is always a th- is always a problem. They literally did that last year. Whereas so if, th- if they scrape through against the Kings, I, I, I'm not as confident. But if they if they get their role on early, then I think everyone in the West might be a little bit more scared. That being said, like you said, Phoenix still has Durant and Booker well, and Aiden and Chris. Like it's, it's it, it is it, it look it'll, it's going to be fun. I reckon it's going to be fun either way. That's probably the Nuggets' best chance if Porter if Porter makes a jump right, and he's had games recently where Porter's not making a jump. He, man. 
This is this is what he is. He, he's going to be this insufferable, diffi- you know, irritatingly inconsistent dude. I think. I think this is this is yeah. what you get with Porter. I think this this is. I don't and, think you're getting a jump. And th- and that's that's essentially Denver's problem is they've yeah. got a lot of three to six guys. They don't have a number two. They yeah. really need a number two guy on that side. Like even if, even if you go through, like you know, Memphis have Jar and Jackson. They have three number four options on offense. Yeah. They have a one and it's three fours. Yeah. Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd like Denver. I think you'd really like Denver. Hey, folks, there is another conference that we sometimes talk about. It's called mm. the Eastern Conference, and it actually has the best three teams in basketball. Mm. Unfortunately, we don't really want to talk about them. Shall we start with the uh, – so the the seeds were actually locked down a few, couple of days ago. Uh, mm. Everyone kind of knew where they were, which is part of the reason why none of the games in the East were interesting because everyone was Except trying to lose. Was, was it the Heat, though, that, that dumped themselves out of – that was yesterday, that's right. No, that was yesterday, yeah. They, they no, lost – The Heat are seventh, and I reckon, I reckon yeah. you know, the Celtics have been the best team in basketball since the All-Star break and were the best team at the start of the year. And I think would still be shitting bricks that they're probably going to have to face the Miami Heat in the oh, first I round. Oh, I guarantee you, fucking your Bill Simmonses and your Mike Schurz and your, your Rosillos are uh, fucking stereotypical Boston sports fans are, are crapping themselves about the Heat. So the Heat are the seven, and they get to play Atlanta in the seven-eight game. Um, the Heat got a fantastic win today on the back of Udonis Haslam's farewell yes. game. Yes. Who got 24 yes. points and an alley-oop. And you think, well, you're really waiting till you were 41 to do that shit? That's amazing. Um, I think the Heat win that. Just that he, that, that he even had a pot, like even in a tanking game, that that was, that he had the athleticism and the, the I guess the adrenaline to be able to do that is is just not like he was a he was a good NBA player when he was a regular NBA player. Yeah. Um, but sure, I want, like is he not going to just be an assistant coach on the team next year doing exactly the same thing that he was he doing is, this year? But what was interesting is what he kind of said is that uh, basically that that his role as the in you know the the coach in a in a uniform wasn't working anymore because he couldn't relate to the players. He was being uh, seen as management rather than yeah. being as, because he's you know a full generation removed. He's he's old enough to be the dads of some of these kids, uh, and they weren't sort of seeing him as, as the big brother. They were seeing him as dad. So it's like well you know yep. if we're in that stage, we might as well just you know take take the kid off and free up the roster spot. Um, yeah. And I don't have to I don't have to I don't have to do warm ups anymore. You don't have to run those suicides with Spolster barking at yeah. you. Um, you get to do the barking. It is an ama- it's just an amazing box score from that game. If you have a when you have a look at it, it's like what, the, the four of the starters didn't even make ten minutes, and you know it's just like oh, you just keep looking down further and further further down the roster. Like oh yeah. They all played well. The most impressive box score was, in terms of dedication to the bit, was the Blazers in that game that they lost by a, a month and a half. None of the none of the starting five were on the team at the time <laughs> at the start of the season. I don't know whether it was the starters or whether the people they finished the game on the court, but one of those two, none of them were on the team at the start of the season. So uh, it's going really well and going really well in Portland, and Dave should definitely stay there for as long as he wants. <laughs> um, the nine ten in in the East is the Raptors and the Bulls, who are both horrible to watch, and yeah. that's going to be some pretty grim basketball. The fact that the Bulls were still in the position where, even though they were locked into the ten, they were also still perfectly happy to keep losing games because it improved their draft stats. They almost ended up losing enough games to get below the Mavs and to to push them out of that the, the top ten in terms of yeah, worst record. They just won their last two. Like they had to beat the Mavs, basically, didn't they? Like it was. Well, they should have. They should have um, done the opposite. They should have. If they'd lost their last two, they still would have made the ten, and they would have. They would have put the Mavs to the eleventh worst record, and that would have been funny. 
Um, but I don't really care who wins out of the Raptors and Bulls because they're both horrible. At least the Raptors were a 500 team. And they're, and they're both going to get absolutely like... Atlanta will beat know, either of them. Yeah, and, and who, whoever gets eight, right? Like, I, I think Miami's going to beat Atlanta, don't we, in that in that. Yes. Seven, yeah, eight? Miami beats Atlanta oh, and then Atlanta beats Toronto. Whoever. Uh, and, and, then, and, then, and then the Bucks sweep the And the Bucks sweep whoever gets the eight spot. And then the Bucks play Atlanta on NBA TV. I think is what we see there. At least, yeah. at least Celtics net. I think Celtics Heat will be competitive just yeah. because the Celtics are nervous, and it will, and because the the Heat will always play up to the level of the whoever they're playing. So, um, but I still, th- I still think the Bucks and the Celtics win those two series. Philadelphia versus the Nets. This is the least interest. I was going to say, we're calling the Joel Embiid, the Joel Embiid Memorial ankle injury. Yeah, when are we uh, unless it that for? happens. I mean, the, at any time in the last, I think Zach Lowe made this point. At any time in the last three years, a Sixers net series would have been the most interesting series you could have possibly had. This is the least possible interesting version of that fucking rivalry with the injury replacement nets versus the the Joel Embiid Harden Sixers. It was. And you want to talk about an interesting box score? That game today is just hilarious. As you look, so I look down the list and it's like Cam Thomas forty six points, and everybody else is like, and he only played what two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players. D&D rest. Like, why Spencer Dinwiddie needs to rest, I'm not exactly sure. Because they've got but a player. Especially going well, into a week. The rest I couldn't understand was the the, the Mavs um, listed a whole lot of players on their injury report <laughs> as needing rest in the last game of the season when they had nothing to play for. And it's like, yeah, what is Josh Green? Ball. Who are you resting Josh Green for? <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> One, two, three, Cancun, no? Yeah. <laughs> Pro- probably the interesting thing about the, the Nets is that, like, pretty much everyone said, after KD got traded, that they were going to be out of the play-in, right? Like like eleventh. And oh, I don't know. I thought they, I thought well, they had they, enough of a margin where a lot of people. Well, no, certainly, I said I don't think they're going to drop below fifth, and they they did drop down to six, but they they did okay. Yeah. They held serve reasonably well. Yeah. They've, they've held well, haven't they? Yeah, they, they played well enough to win me the wins. But like I, every time that they've got an improbable win against a good team, I've gone yeah, the Nets. Um, and Bridges looks like he's a he could be a a number one player on a good side. Yeah, so, they, he clearly had more to give than he was being able to give in the Suns. Did you see how subtly yeah. Bezo dropped in the fact that he won the Winspool? <laughs> the Winspool yeah, he was leading by thirty wins and somehow managed to choke it away to the point where he almost gave it up on the final day. <laughs> a win's a win. Win's a win. Uh, it was yeah, very tight. The most interesting first round series might be Cavs Knicks. Just because it's yes. the one that it's yes. definitely the most competitive and it's the one where there's the most feeling and you've got a, the the Cavs League guy was a guy the Knicks wanted. He is a New York guy. Live from the garden, bing bong, all that kind of shit. Um, that could be a lot of fun or it could be Cavs in foal. The Cavs too, like the, the Cavs are funny. They get talked about as if they're almost two franchises because like every time someone says, oh, this is the first time the Cavs have made a finals since 1972. <laughs> And, and then the, the asterisks without LeBron. It's it's yeah. almost like there, there was there was this separate team that was I think in it another. Was the nineties, wasn't it? It was the nineties, yeah. but but like you know, the, everything is everything is talked about, like you know, with LeBron and without LeBron. Yeah. It's it was almost like it was the Cleveland LeBrons for a while, and and now they're back to being the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah. in two thousand twenty three, in the year of our Isn't Lord every LeBron. Every team that LeBron's on, the, uh, every team that LeBron is on is the such and such LeBron. I mean, he's he was you know even more than Jordan. He's kind of invented the era of fans following players rather than individual rather than teams. It, it drives some Lakers fans 
nuts that yeah. you know it, it, the, the Lakers were always seen as the Lakers before any superstar, right? And he, he even he's yeah. flipped that. Even with Kobe, he was the most me first superstar yeah. imaginable. Yeah, no, it was still Lakers first, right? And now Magic it's not, Johnson, uh, Kareem. I mean, they had they've had some of the biggest superstars you could name in the history of basketball. And uh, LeBron's come along, and it's like LeBron and some other dudes who play in gold and purple. Yeah. And the thing is that these are not. This is not your kind of typical like three or four years ago. The the middle. You know, the four or five in the East would have been a would have been pure NBA TV areas. It would have been two teams who were barely yeah. over five hundred slogging out some rubbish. It would have been like Raptors Bulls. Atlanta Wizards. These are good teams. The Cavs yeah. are twenty games over five hundred. They're, they're a really good basketball team. And the Knicks are the best version of the Knicks that we've seen. I won't say in our and lifetime, it's but it's been a long time. And a more sustainable version of the yeah. Knicks. Like this. This doesn't feel like it's going to fall apart, though. You know, if Randall doesn't come back, it could be very ugly. But, um, and, I, and I think Cleveland really need that belief for the second round. They need to win and win well. Yeah. Like if it's a seven-game scrap, right down to the wire, and Mitchell struggles in the clutch and that sort of stuff, then you know they're they're not going to go in the second round basically thinking well, we're going to get swept. But if they can dispatch the Knicks with some professionalism and, you know, just run their shit and, and, you know, contain Brunson and do everything that they need to do, that'll make the second round really interesting because, uh, like, do do we – as much as we sort of talk about the zombie heat, we don't really think that they're going to beat the Celtics, do we? No, No. the Bucs and the Celtics are going to win their series. I think the Bucs are going to have less problems with the Hawk, Rap, Bulls. Yeah. I mean, all of this is, is pending Chris Middleton not being injured or Giroud Holiday not being injured. Yeah. Um, Giannis doesn't really get injured. I'm touching wood here. It's the top of my head. All of this is presuming every, everyone is, is reasonably functional and, and somebody's season will be fucked by, by a key injury to somebody important. But So then it comes down to Boston, Philadelphia in the second round. And is it, I mean, this is, again, it's the heartbreak season for one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Like. All those three teams thought they were going in here to win win a chip this year, and one of them's not going to make it through the second round. And it's going to be the Sixers, and that's going to be funny. That's almost going to be Hilarious. as funny as Mark Cuban shitting the bed completely and ruining the entire Mavs season, and then blaming it on Rick Brunson for. And if reason. it's James Harden's fault, that'll be excellent. Yeah. Well, it could be Harden's fault. It could be Doc's fault. It could be Embiid's fault. It oh could- God, I hope it's Embiid's fault. <laughs> Because I mean, it's a pretty. It, Embiid's going to win MVP pretty yeah. much, isn't he? he like isn't it's, it, I which, think so, yeah. it, which makes me sad, but. Well, I mean, Jokic basically got on was was on the green and then kicked, you know, just kicked his own ball into the um into the sand trap because he's like, yeah. I don't really care this much. I've got better things to worry <laughs> well, about. Yeah, it's, I've, I've got I've got two of those. It's fine. You yeah, know, like they gave me the last one where I was on a horse. I couldn't even bother turning up for it. <laughs> if a if a whole heap of writers are, are sick of Maury um, and and Beads bullshit and just go. Well, Giannis is the best player because everyone yeah, agrees, best, right? The best Giannis team. is the best. On the best team. Giannis is the best player. The Bucks finish first. I'm just going to give it to Giannis. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <He's laughs> that, that, would that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. MB just or needs to know that this is the equivalent where- of the year they gave Carl Malone the MVP because they were sick of giving it to Jordan. That's basically what, where we're at right now. Well, what would be hilarious is if they split the first place votes between Embiid and Jokic and, and Giannis just gets in on second place votes like the whole way. Every well, single person votes for Giannis second and that would be fantastic. I love, actually, I love a guy. The, the, the most hilarious thing, and the doc said this you know, to me on DM, was if, if Embiid wins the MVP and then goes out in the first round, 
the like, old Dirk special. That would be that would be <laughs> that would be fantastic. It would require because the Nets to be thing, amazing, right? but it has it has to go and pick up the trophy with his leg in a cast or something like that. You yeah, know, he's hobbling up in a moon boot or something like yeah. that. It's like welcome to your life, Joel Embiid. Trust the process. Particularly if it's clearly fake. Yeah, whereas the, the, <laughs> second, the second round is where the, the East really gets interesting, I think. It gets fucking terrifying. I think the- It's assuming chalk, the Bucks, isn't it? Like- well, assuming the Bucks stay, you know, on mission and, and uninjured and Bud doesn't forget how to coach again like he did midway through the second round of the, <laughs> the year they won, uh, I think the Celtics and the Sixers will beat enough shades of piss out of each other to be compromised coming into the, the Bucks series. And I think I think that's what you you see the Bucks coming out of coming out of the East, but I don't. The margins are so fucking fine that either, any of those three teams could make it through. Who's the best chance of beating the side coming out of the West? Uh, any of them. I think any of those top three teams are probably better than um, any of the teams in the West. This is the old West versus East scenario, though, where you just have these series with so much intensity, like. I can remember the West one year, the the one that the Spurs lost to the Clips in the first round, and it's probably the best first round matchup I've ever watched, you know. And then the the Clips got to the Rockets in the second round, and were just so absolutely fucking tired that you know that that was the the comeback game, the the Josh Smith comeback game for yep. Houston, I think it was when when and you know whoever got out of the West Finals basically looked at the whoever's in the East and was just like barely could lift their feet off the ground. And that won't be the East this year. Like the, the the second round in the Eastern Conference Finals might be so brutal that whoever comes out of it, you know, might have a whole bunch of hamstring niggles and and knee soreness and missing players that, that the West might, you know, just it might bring them back to parity. I don't know because I think the equivalent games in the West are going to be biomaths, Nuggets, Suns, and then some kind of melange of Grizzlies, Lakers, <laughs> Dubs. That's going to be yeah. um, an unpleasant rock fight in a car park kind of arrangement as well. So I don't think anybody's going to be blousing through in four, four, and four just to make it to the to the finals. So I think um, everyone's going to come out of it looking like you know Jokic's arms with kind of a <laughs> tattoo that looks like a scratch. I just hope because I think I remember this time last year we were all going, oh my god, the first round is going to be amazing. It's going to, you know, there's all these matchups, and, all that, and it was a bit like, it but it's always the opposite. Like there was the like one of the first years. I don't, don't know, it was before we did the podcast, but it was one of the first years that we did. A, we were watching a lot of basketball uh, and talking about it on Twitter, and there was just an unbelievable number of really amazing first round series that you know settled in seven and. I think Vince Carter was winning games for the Mavs and all kinds of shit. Like this might have been thirteen, fourteen. That might have been the year that um, the Dame hit the winner and uh, that first winner against uh, uh, Houston. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's a long way away. Let's let's see how the how the rounds. There's a lot of lot of fun basketball to watch. Yeah. yeah there's like even the planes are going to be no the East planes. I'm not as excited about. Yeah, but the West planes are great. Just, aren't just they? because just because the, the teams involved are not. Aesthetically, that pleasing to watch, like a yeah, yeah, Miami's. It, it's purely that. I mean, the teams are probably cool. about as good as each other. I mean, it, yeah. they've li- almost got literally the same record. New Orleans, yeah. Thunder, Chicago, Toronto have all pretty much got the same record, and the same is true of mm. LA and Miami, of Minnesota and, and Atlanta have almost got the same record. It's it's just purely style of play. What's what's the funniest result? Just quietly, is it? Do you think it's seventies? Funniest result has already happened. 
It's it's the Mavericks <laughs> shitting the, Mavericks, the band, yes. trading huge amount of stuff with Kyrie, and then disappearing ass backwards out of the plane entirely. Yeah. That is the funniest but, result by far. But, but we've known about that for a while. Is 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 it seventy six is going out first round though? Is that the is that the yes, everybody point and laugh? Only if Embiid gets, gets MVP. Yes, and Daryl Morey sort of <laughs> tweeting pathetically and complaining, putting in complaints about the the. Really, Daryl yeah, Morey should be Mark Cuban's GM. They'd they'd fit together so well. Just whiny fucking tweets about things they don't like. Yeah, I think every every GM and every like smart owner in the league though is happy that Cuban exists. Like, you, yeah. you, you, I still think you need it. Like, you've got the Mavs and the Wizards are basically you know the two teams that everyone's happy is still around for for them to to cherry pick talent out of. So because you you look at the teams right, and there's probably only four teams in the whole league where. There's really not much of a positive outlook. Washington, Charlotte, Portland, and Dallas. Well, look, I think I think Charlotte's outlook's reasonably good if they sell. You get to get a new owner and get someone who's willing to spend, yeah. clean out all those um, those kind of legacy Jordan highs because, you know, as has been said before, he tends to pick either his family or people he has a relationship with because he doesn't feel like he can trust anybody. Uh, but if you, if you if there was a fresh start in Charlotte, there's no reason they shouldn't be good. And, and they get out of the karma of the they get out of the karma of the Bridges contract too <laughs> next year. So, well, Sorry and on that dog. note, we're <laughs> out of here. You can take that. Oh, did, should we? Should we actually mention the uh, golf? The, no, we know, that that thing. No, that other thing. You know the no. the thing that, that- uh, Bezo won. It did come the, down the, the last the day, which is unexpected, yet, and I suppose it's a tribute to the yeah. NBA's parody slash mediocrity that we talked about uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Is that it, it's the, it came back to Did the I first. come last again? I did come last you did, again. But Jesus here's, Christ. The weird thing is that- for, I mean, we, eight, we, eight wins between first and last. We though. hung shit on Bezo yeah. for reading the wrong column for most of the year. He kept reading the, the tiebreaker column and saying, ah, yeah. Adam's catching up, Doc's catching up. Uh, if it went by the tiebreaker, Adam would have won. And the Yay. reason is that it dropped. You end up dropping the worst score, and because Adam had Detroit, uh, who only won like a game all year, seventeen fucking games. Uh, yeah. And I had I had both of the terrible teams in the bottom of the West. It kind of points out how how this game is actually won. It's not at the top. It's at the bottom. Yeah, it's in the it's in the or it's in the middle basically, isn't it? Like if you pick a team, at, you think it's going to come tenth, and they come third. Like even that, like that used to be how like it was, how it was won, but I think mm. this year it's definitely been been lo- it's been lost at the bottom rather than won at the top. Yeah, that's right. Unless you have a sixty win team or something like that, or two. And that know, didn't I happen this year because I had no. I had the I had the Bucks and they they won like fifty eight games and it wasn't enough to make up for the fact that I had um, I had Houston and the Spurs, who can arm wrestle for Wemby. Yeah, I think I think my worst team was thirteenth. Yeah, whereas the Doc's got thirteenth. He's got a thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. I've got a 12th, 14th, and 15th, but the 15th was really bad. Yeah, they're the worst and team. You've got, yeah, you're, you've got, well, actually, you've got, your teams are 10th, 10th, 11th, 11th, 12th, and 13th, but you also have 1st, 2nd, 6th, 7th, and 10th. And it's just that your first and your second were enough. Oh, you, it was your- I suspect if we did the old, um, you know, the sum of rankings, it would be, the result yeah. would probably be a little bit different again. Well, but- definitely, because you've got, you've got six teams below 10th there, 10th and below, so. So really what you're saying is we should go back to the old thing and Bezo can lose again. There was a week 
Um, but he's our losers well, because we never actually pay our bets. This is revenge for all the years that we didn't that's pay true. our bets. I know, I know I'm blaming the fact that the, the flights are like $1,000 each way. But, uh. There was a week uh, in the middle of the season where I was up like 26 wins and I was very tempted. Yeah, you were, you were a good 30 wins ahead of third and it was that. I was like, what are we even fucking doing? I was even thinking about yeah. cashing out and just sending you something. Yeah. <laughs> Sportsman style. I was yeah. very, very tempted to, to you know, to – get on here and say, you know, you losers don't know how to play this game. And I thought, eh, I've got a feeling that this season might have a uh, long a, a long way to run. See, you should have because we would have forgotten by now. And otherwise just hashtag do it yeah. for the content, you know, because yeah. there's nothing we like better than dragging on you, especially when you're not here. So Yeah, we found a way to dunk on you even though the fact that you won, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> so there's a lot of good basketball to be played, which is good because there was a lot of terrible basketball played today. <laughs> which we'll all quite forget about. Teams all, oh. A lot of teams punching well above their weight and all, all that sort of teams stuff. Desperate to lose. Um, a lot of dudes who've never played basketball before and may, may never play basketball again got some starting time there on, on some of those teams. Shouts to the, uh, the, the 2023 Portland Trailblazers. Uh, who, who do you reckon, there's just a, a tweet saying that Gobert has sent a text to, to everyone in the group chat I wonder who the administrator of that group chat is. Do you reckon that they bump Rudy from the group chat before the playing game? <laughs> you have been removed from the chat. Look, I reckon. I reckon there's too much. There's too much fucking writing on this, and and this gets. I reckon this causes long term things, but I think this is the short um the sort of shit that like Ant Edwards would have loved that. He would have actually. That might have been the first time he ever respected Rudy. Was the fact that Rudy threw yeah. a punch. <laughs> So it might actually bring the team closer together in a way that that Draymond's punch of Jordan Poole was never going to, because it was it was all it was really just a it was almost like he just sort of shoved him away with his fist. It really wasn't you know it was kind of a pathetic thump, but um, it wasn't anything like Jaden McDaniels who really knows how to throw him just in really inappropriate ways. Yeah. That's right. Speaking of throwing it, we might right. throw the rest of this uh, podcast in the bin. I was Doc. The, on the other end of this was Bezo and Adam H. Fido. That was the end of the regular season, and this is the end of this regular podcast. We'll be back next week to talk whatever basketball they've played by then, probably the play-in. Will they be uh, overreacting to small sample size theatre for one playoff game? Undoubtedly. <laughs> well, That's what we do. Given that, given that the, you know, it'll be the end of some, some people's season, it probably will be you know, worth overreacting I've got, to. I'm- I'm going to create you segment theme music just so you can be like a real podcast, real little boy podcast. No, you know? fuck that. That's far too much work. Also, you know, we, we only create things that, that, you know, we only create stings that slag off other members of the podcast. <laughs> Adam goes, well, we go, I can do that. <laughs> we don't want music. to turn it into an music. arms race music. between banjo music and amen breaks and Christ knows what else. All right, folks. I'll see you. Right. Catch us. See you, boys. Cheers. saw that you know how Rudy tweeted like insecurity is always loud when Draymond punched uh, Jordan Poole guess what Draymond has just tweeted <laughs> he's really he's not helping himself for, for a guy that's intelligent as he is he's really he's really a bit dumb <sighs> anyway Rudy has tweeted he's done the tweet apology Lucian's got the best of me today. I should not have reacted the way I did, regardless of what was said. I want to apologize to the fans, the organization, and particularly to Kyle, who is someone that I truly love and respect as a teammate. 
Zutalos. There we go.